Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey, 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 everyone. So another Friday episode with moi and I'm getting diving right into the skills now. So Today, yeah, this is a bit of a chronicles from the car, uh, actually in the parking. It's kind of nice, I won't lie, um, being outside the house and being able to just video and chat and um, lay out some of the uh, episodes for the podcast because, you know, I mean, I sit inside and I interview people and... It's just kind of nice to get outside and um, and chat it up. So today, now don't forget, um, and also I'm just sitting here with the bugs. So if I'm swatting away, don't worry. Um, like I said, my episodes are more interactive. So you can, can you actually see, you can see the bugs around my head. You can go to YouTube and see these episodes. You can actually go to YouTube and see all the episodes from the podcast. Um, so yeah, so Sylvie Dow, Dow Training Systems and Coach Sylvie and also host of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling podcast. And um, I'm super excited. We've hit over a hundred <laughs> episodes and uh and we're just moving forward, and I have so many amazing uh, people that um, or interviews or episodes that are going to be coming out uh, soon. So today, now here's a couple of things to think about before I get into this: is it's August. What are you doing for your winter training? Have you started thinking about that? because I want to share with you, I have a winter program. It's all online. It's um, very specific. Well, it's not specific. I've been doing this for 16 years on location and now it's online, which is nice because I get to impact way more people with helping with cycling skills. So imagine you, you're sitting here, the, the summer is almost over and you're like, oh, okay. Now, based on my summer, based on my performance, whatever I was doing, and I now have been thinking about new goals for next year. So based on those goals, what do you need to do to get better? Is it skills? Is it positioning? Is it speed? Is it climbing? All those things require certain skills to help you get better. And that's what my program's all about. It's about getting those different skills that you need through the winter so that you implement them, you perfect them, they're drilled into your head, 
and by spring, you are ready to implement and put them to the test. And I've been doing this for 16, uh, 16 years plus. Um, we've had people have improved by 20%, 5%, and also like just taking their climbing to a whole different level, their, their power outputs, their pedal stroke, their efficiency, all these things we work on during the winter and I just drill it in. So it's a 16 week program. It starts in November to March and we are joining it up. We're doing some stuff on Swift as well. So I know a lot of people who are on Swift, some are not, it doesn't matter. We have you covered as well with, uh, with regards to a uh, Facebook chat rooms. Um, but the most important thing is taking your goal, assessing what you need to reach your next year's goal, whether it's like maybe you're going to do, you want to do a hundred kilometers or a grand fondo or travel or, or, or do get better at climbing. Um, then you need to think about your scheduling, how to get it all in, uh, realistic times, um, testing and that's we are going to do all of that in the program so i have a special um that is going to be coming out it's an early bird for you to secure your spot i know that everybody's still riding but secure your spot for the winter and um so i will have details in the descriptions but let's get into seven ways to improve your average speed on a road bike. I know everybody's like, I would like to improve my speed. And, and this just goes right into my program because there are certain things you need to do to do that. So here's some seven tips you can do possibly right now. Um, but if you're not, maybe your winter program is for you. Yeah. Okay. So number one is body position. Now, body positioning meaning how are you sitting on your bike and i'm just gonna say we're just gonna talk about road bikes we're not gonna talk about mom bikes or um anything else uh so are you up on the hoods or are you down in the drops do you even know what that means so the hoods is the top bar of your bike it's where your um your brakes are and typically a lot like most people just hang out there but if you want to get more arrow and faster in a, in a better position, drop down to the, the rounded part of your handlebars. That's called the drops. And it's also by far the most, um, you have the most control of your bike in the drops, especially in the downhills. If you're not in your drops on the downhills, start doing that right now because um, you have more control of your bike over like being completely upright on your hoods. Okay, so that's number one. And um, it also, like I said, it allows you to be more arrow if you want to catch less wind. So here's the thing for downhills. If you're feeling like, oh, you're feeling a little uncomfortable, just sit up and let the wind catch your chest and it'll slow you down. Okay, so there's a little tip. Number two is pacing. 
pacing. Don't go out too fast. Because if you want to have an average speed, you need to pace yourself. Going too fast and then slowing down afterwards because you completely tired yourself out isn't going to increase your average speed. Do you know what I mean? So pacing yourself, having a good cadence. So 90 RPM, um, that's another thing I, I coach on is fast pacing, 90 plus RPM cadence is where you want to be at. Um, so you slow yourself down on your hills. So you keep that average so you don't go like drop really low and then you're able to speed up and you're not tiring yourself out. So here's the thing, if you ever notice like um, in the tour, they really slow themselves down on the hills besides the guys in front, you know, because the pace, you have to keep a steady pace and speeding up where you don't need to is it will will tie yourself out and then you're going to drop in speed later on. So I always thought that this was um, kind of unusual. Like I went out to a training camp and our coach like really slowed us down on the hills, like slowed us down. So we all stayed together, which was really cool, really nice. And that's what I really try to do when we go out group riding is slowing the pace down. And people, some people are like, I can't do it. You, you can do it. You got gears to do it, put it in a small ring and use all your gears. Like you can do it. Like, I hate that question. I can't do it. It's too slow. It's like, freaking adjust yourself. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just like, um, okay. So you can put out um, you know, optimum fast effort on the flats and slow on the hills. Number three train the sweet spot so um and that's where you're setting a, a place where you can hold for a long time so we're talking about pacing you know in a sweet spot is a place that you can hold for a long time it's like that zone two zone three kind of area okay which is uh you know, like this says, kind of like 90% of your FTP, which is probably a bit, maybe higher than what I could do, but, but that's, so it's not so intense, right? It's like that, that effort that you can hold for hours. Now, number four, eating on the go. If you haven't figured out how to fuel yourself while you're riding, this is so important and needs to be trained. Um, I do a lot of this in my, my women's cycling club. It's like, you can't expect to be fed, you know, at the coffee shop. You have to maintain your energy levels throughout your ride. And that's eating, eating, um, you know, I would say, and having an energy drink. So one bottle with electrolytes, one bottle with water and having, um, you know, enough food that you have like a uh, hundred calories every 45 minutes, um, eating a really robust breakfast. If you're going to go out for anything longer than two hours, um, 
that can sustain you. And then you start, you know, just maintaining with your snacks and your food. Okay, so that's super important because that will slow your average down if your energy level starts to drop. Can we agree or can we agree? Number five, weight. Everybody is, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are, are carrying a little extra weight and you can definitely reduce that, which will increase your average speed. Okay, it's way cheaper to do that than to start lightening your bike, which I see a lot of people do spending a lot of money on a lighter bike when ultimately you could drop some calories, ride a little bit more, lose the weight, which makes a huge impact, not only on like your cycling, but your life. So losing that weight, it's just that extra pounds you're carrying up the hill you're trying to push out faster which is also putting more pressure on your cardiovascular system so thinking about weight management um, you know in the winter that's a great time to um, get into a healthier eating routine because you know the summer you know kind of like we bike so far so now we can eat and drink more. No, <laughs> that's not the case. Even though some of us do lose weight because you are cycling and then you put it back on in the winter, that's not good either. Okay, number six, aerodynamics. Um, so again, the weight comes into factor. Um, looking at clothing, Tighter fitter, clo tighter fitting clothing helps a lot with being more arrow. There's less catching. Um, you've got helmet. If you really care, some helmets are more arrow than others. They also more expensive than others. Wheels, um, you know, more deeper dish wheels that are more effective in the wind and on the wind, like in the downhills and the flats, not so much in the wind. So you have to maybe think about that when you're riding um, and your frame. So you can think about if you have the money to upgrade into those things. But a lot of things are like, you know, upgrading as you go. So if you have a little bit more money and you want to change up your helmet so it's better. If you want to invest in some wheels so you have a couple pair of wheels to swap out, that's good. You know what I mean? And number seven, plan your route. So there's a little thing where you, if you are watching where the wind is coming from, go out in a headwind, come back in a tailwind which is always nicer. So you do more heavier work going out and you feel like a rock star coming back. <laughs> so if you can manage your ride then, and if you have that option, um, and if you, if you know the wind, then that's a good thing to plan your ride, your terrain, the wind, shorter, faster, um, you know, average speed doesn't have to be over a longer period. You can do shorter rides, um, change up your terrain, 
uh, not so hilly, flatter. So things like that would definitely help you. So with that, I hope these were good tips. So our, let's just recap. Number one, body position. Number two, pacing. Number three, train the sweet spot. Number four, eat on the go. Number five, your weight. Number six, aerodynamics. Number seven, plan your route. Now, I hope that helped. If you want, you can put questions in uh, the YouTube channel and I'll get to them there. Um, and again, think about what you're doing for the winter. What are your plans? What do you need to improve on? Get your, join us. It's the easiest way to get a coach to help you figure it out and plan appropriately and get the things you need. So with that, have an amazing day. Don't forget to follow and share and um, give us a review and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.